Good morning and welcome back to God Was My Pivot. This is Craig Laughlin Jr. We are on episode nine of the new year. We've made it each morning so far. Um, you'll have to apologize any echo or extraneous noise. Uh, I am up and about and moving around because it is my wife's birthday. So before anything, I want to wish my wife a very happy and wonderful birthday. So we're getting ready for big breakfast, pick up the girls and spend some time with family and loved ones and, and just really enjoy our day today and celebrate and honor my wife. So um, I want to just start off with that and I want to thank God for bringing her into my life and, and making her a big part of, of who I am and how I get better every day and, and just being my partner, my rib, my everything. So happy birthday, Allie. Uh, so today, and I might be a little breathy because I'm excited and I'm doing some chores and it's my wife's birthday and I'm walking around so uh, just bear with me but today we're dealing with words we're gonna be talking about words and so the two passages first is Psalm 34 12 through 13 whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies and then the second second Timothy 1 13 what you heard from me keep as a pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. A person's words have great power to subtly shift the direction of any conversation, whether encouraging or discouraging. God uses words to guide and encourage his people. With his help, we can do the same. Father, thank you for your words you've given to show us your love. Help my conversation to always reflect you. Amen. So I think the first piece here uh, how words play a role in my my faith journey is uh, naturally we dig into the Bible, right? We dig into the scriptures and we find truth, we find teachings, and we find um, you know uh, the the guidance that we seek in our daily lives to to accomplish our tasks, uh, overcome our fears and our concerns, and and just continue to get through the days. And so words obviously are uh, a very very pivotal piece to this and it's and I think it's for me right now I think I want to talk about being mindful of the words I think you know that naturally we dig into the scriptures and it's and it's all text right for us we're reading the text and we're and we're hearing the words but um, but I, I think as it relates to my faith journey you know I want to be mindful of the words I want to make sure that I understand the words as it relates to me Right, and my my perspective of the word uh, that I'm reading for that day or that I'm hearing for that day may not necessarily be the same perspective for somebody else. So it's it's my responsibility to take those words and to and to really digest them for how they mean or, or hold significance to my life. And I need to be mindful of the fact that. Uh, you know, as we spoke the other day about spiritual health, if my spiritual health or uh, in our second, second or third day, we spoke about faith. If, if our spiritual health is not uh, strong and developed, if our faith is wavering or, or not, um, you know, not solid, well, then the words might take on a completely different meaning than, than if we were grounded foundationally. So I think in, in terms of my faith journey, how I make sure that the words are there and true for me is that 
you know, I, I pray that, you know, Heavenly Father, allow me to hear your message, not just read the words. Allow the words to have the meaning you intend them to mean for me, and that I'm not just reading or speaking the words, but that I am understanding, I am actually hearing and listening and not just reading and not just scanning over the words. So I think that, you know, uh, I think that God will will protect my interpretation or my digestion of those words because I'm simply asking him to. I'm simply asking, Lord, protect these words. Let them be lessons. Let them be influence over my life and over my behaviors and and let them be a way to teach me and guide me and be the light in my, you know, in my path and and in front of each footstep that I take. So so for me, um, praying over the words, praying over the words we're about to read, hear, listen to, if I'm listening to a speaker or devotional, um, you know, or even just in dialogue with somebody else, you know, I, I want to be able to hear and not just listen. You know, I want to be able to understand and not just, you know, have the words cl- come into my mind and then escape without um, God's hand upon it and, and placing it in my heart and in my mind where it's meant to go. Uh, as my role as a husband, you know, um, I think a lot of us run into the issue of our tongue uh, saying some things we don't want to say when we're frustrated and aggravated and and uh, you know it's it's even more real to me on today right because it's my wife's birthday and you know I just posted social media post about how she's my everything my heartbeat my rib um, and she is and it's, it's incredible how easily words can tear down or build up. And it's, it's something we really, we really need to work on because I, I don't know about you, but I, I, I grew up, and I think I shared this in one of the other episodes, but I grew up and I, I was defensive. If I felt like I was taking junk that I didn't deserve to take, uh, I was quick to be defensive. If I, if I do something wrong, I'll own up to it. I'll take ownership. I will apologize. Maybe not instantly, but I will apologize eventually. Uh, and it's usually pretty quickly. Um, but when I, don't, when I feel like I'm not deserving of the criticism or the anger or the hostility or the accusations, I got defensive, right? And so when you get defensive, you're quick to lash out. And the words that come out, man, they can be devastating. They can be even even the simplest words, but we know our partners intimately that we know that this will get her. You know, if I say this, this will get her. And it's so heartbreaking to think that we, we are all susceptible to that and that, um, you know, the enemy just can, can get a foothold in us when we're angry or defensive and, and posturing to, to not get hurt and posturing to, you know, have the last word. And, and it's crippling and it's, and it's uh, debilitating. And we can't, we can't take our eyes off the fact that, hey, I fell in love with this human being for a reason. There's a shared uh, connection there that is, you know, second to none. And how can I be, how can I be lacing what's coming out of my mouth with such vitriol and such hostility or anger? And so I've been really dedicating myself 
and I am not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Good old Craig, that you all know and love and laugh with regularly. I, I, can, I can have a sharp tongue, and, and some of it stems from what I dealt with growing up, um, you know, past hurts from other relationships, and, and uh, you know, I'm not always a happy-go-lucky. I can, I can be pretty quick and pretty sharp, and, and I don't intend to be. I don't mean to be. I don't want to be, but my role as a husband is, is failing if I'm not building up, if I'm not using, and I, I can be eloquent, I can speak, I can, you know, I, I can use some good words and structure some sentences that uh, will Im- impress and intrigue, um, and so I have to be exceptionally careful because just as intriguing as my speech can be, I fear it can also be as destructive and damaging. So I need to be really, so I'm, I've really been taking a turn of trying to understand what sets me off. I've been really trying to embrace our church's pray first mentality. And it's it takes work, right? It's not just, oh, you're saying something that upsets me, gotta pray first. It takes practice, it takes exercise, it takes discipline, it takes, a want and a desire to change your reactive nature and be proactive and or take a breath, take a step back and, and acknowledge in, a, in a, a more understanding and peaceful tone. So I think we need to, it can be catastrophic and it can be the devastation of something beautiful uh, and the end of something beautiful like your marriage if your tongue remains sharp. As it relates to the children, I mean, we've got a, you know, the um, the fact that our children look up to us for protection and safety and security um, and knowledge and learning and growing. Right there, all there's always something. Um, if we are sharp or quick to respond and and using words of of destruction or or just disappointment, how are we then raising them up? We can be disappointed, but still leave them with words of affirmation and, and, and truth and knowledge and help them to continue to grow and evolve as human beings, right? Because they're ultimately gonna come up to me and a hurt person hurts people, right? Hurt people hurt people, is that the, is that the way it's saying uh, goes? But um, if I'm lashing out, the probability of my children lashing out in the future is exponentially greater than if I spoke words of life and affirmation. And even when, and, I, and I've tried, and again, I get defensive if I'm taking flack I don't deserve, if I'm feeling disrespected I get defensive, and, and it's all things that I'm working on. I'm just being very transparent with you. I'm not perfect and I'm not simple. I'm complicated. And I'm, I feel like, I, and this is funny, because Allie will say, you're complicated. And I'll say, I'm super easy. Like, just show me respect. And life is good. Like, if I, so, I, but I guess that is a complication, because on one hand, I'm saying I'm super easy, but then I'm letting subtle disrespects or simple disrespects or children or childlike disrespects get me upset. And where does that go? And so, and then, and then I remember, you know, there's, in my mind, in my brain, and in my logic, um, 
I know that I want to create a safe environment. I know that I, I, I need to, I have to, I want to, and, and, and I knew that. And I just recently read The Perfect Parent, Guiding Principles from the Father Heart of God by Dr. Doug Lay. And a, a, a beautiful thing is that Dr. Doug Lay um, is, is at a part of our church and represents our church and, uh, and, and his book. And you can find it on Amazon, a little plug there for, for Dr. Doug. Um, but... There's some things in this book that I know, right? That that I fully agree with, and then I'm like, I was reading it, and I'm like, yes, that's how. This is how I choose to parent, and how I want to parent. But then I recognize, but it also reinforced. If if you're looking for something to convict you and to reinforce, hey, I know this, but I'm not doing it. Read this book because it. I know I need to create a safe environment, and and part of that means watching my 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 tone and my words. Um, and and I know it, but I can fall. Uh, I can fall and be in and walk the wayward path sometimes, and 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 not create that safe environment that Dr. Doug so so richly um, you know emphasizes in, in in his book. And so um, you know words, and especially right they're they're developing, they're developing trust, they're developing relationships, they're developing their own sense of truth. An understanding of what the world is supposed to be, um, and and we are a big integral part of what they take with them, and and what they reference, and and what they learn from. So, uh, we, again, you know, just being mindful of the words, and and we need to get it again. It broke, but we had one of those little uh, little sign boards, right? And and um, we had you know rules of the house, and one and one the first rule: speak life. And I really think we need that up again in the house because there are just four simple rules. No lies, speak life. Uh, I forget exactly verbatim, but more along those lines, right? Four simple truths that we need in this household and in this life. And, um, and speak life is one of those. And, and how do we speak life with words? Words of affirmation, words of love, words of encouragement. Um, you know, so we need to be uh, super mindful about that, especially with people, because they are people, right? Children are people, especially with people who are still developing and uncovering their self, right? Their, their sense of self, their actual self, and their future self is, uh, is under development, and we are helping to construct what that might be. So it's vitally important that we, we are mindful. And similarly, in the in the business world, when you, as a, as a business owner, you know, I've been self-employed. I've had a team of of me, right? Where I've been the, you know, the admin, the the cleanup crew, the the executioner of the of the tactics and um, the strategist. So I've I've been a one-man shop, but I've also had a you know a strong you know, team of, of creatives and different people. And, and I've also managed multiple people and I've managed people remotely and, and across the country and across the world, you know, managing sales departments and, you know, having, having people in Hong Kong and Chicago and, and London all at the same time and trying to manage and keep track of everybody there and, and make sure. And so words are important there as well, because we, the words that you speak as a leader, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a boss, CEO, whatever you want to call yourself, they develop culture and they develop um, a, a practice of how you uh, operate, right? And so, you know, there's simple things like in, in our world internally, now externally, we might refer to a client as a client, but in, you know, but again, words, when I say client, 
you know, I'm automatically affixing a dollar sign above the person's head. And when I'm doing that, am I being careful to take care of their needs? Am I, am I being genuine to their, their, to their actual needs? So internally, all the teams I build, we, we start to develop a culture of, of calling them guests, right? When I remember when I was in London, and I had a, a big contract with a, 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 a trading desk uh, for a, a, bit, a big bulge bracket bank. Uh, I don't want to say the clients or whatever. It's not a big deal. But, um, but you know, I had a $30,000 a month contract over a three-year term. And, you know, the, the gentleman said, Craig, I like everything about this contract, um, but uh, I'm not going to sign it. And I was like, okay. So went into objection handling mode and started, you know, um, kind of f- trying to figure out what, well, what, what is it about it that's keeping you from signing it, so on and so forth. And it was simple, Craig. I just don't, I just don't do business with someone I haven't had a pint with. And uh, you know, <laughs> I said, let's go get a pint. Let's go talk it over. And it was the words. Um, it was the words that we spoke that evening. He he did sign the contract. It was a big win for us. And. Um, well, not for us. I was with a, a big interdealer broker, so it wasn't. I didn't benefit as much as they did, but uh, but it was a big win. And um, but more specifically than the contract that was signed, the big win for me was understanding that in that relationship, in that contract, um, it became about the words, the conversations we had, the trust we built through our words. But then I even took that even further. And it became the words in our business that we use to define things like our clients. They are not clients. They are our guests. Just like if my mother was visiting me while I was in London, I would want to make sure she had water, the blankets, whatever, you know, whatever she needed, I wanted to genuinely serve her. And then just like I understood uh, over that pint that, um, you know, it's relationships and and I can't look at people as clients. I need to look at them as guests because they are. They're our guests. They're coming to us, and we're there to take care of them, to serve them, to 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 fill their needs with whatever options we have to fill those needs. Right. So a pain point and a solution. So business. Right. So it's um, so words matter, and words will help develop culture. Words will help to develop relationships. Um, and, and you know, and if you're if you're a boss, and I learned this too because. <laughs> I I swear I ha- I still swear I'm not gonna again I'm not perfect um, and when I get fired up even in a positive way I can sometimes let a, a naughty word slip out uh, I've gotten better <laughs> I find myself saying things like dang it a lot more than I ever thought I would having five daughters so like dang it is now a big part of my vocabulary or or crud um, so um, you know, I even, I even occasionally will reference uh, Meet the Parents where they say, oh, her name's going to be Martha Fokker. And, uh, you know, so I, even if I'm going to the extreme, I will sometimes try to not say the negative. But again, even that is like it carries, right? So you still got to be careful with that. But in the, in the business world, if you're a, a business owner, and I've learned this the hard way, and I've had conversations, I've had very intimate conversations with my with my team members and my employees. You know, if you are there, if I'm fired up because my business partner is being, uh, you know, a complication, and I and I come out of my office swearing or angry, and, and that impacts 
the workforce, the work environment, the culture within this. So, so even you know, even, like we need to be mindful of the words that we're we're speaking there, because we can create an environment where the employees maybe don't feel safe, maybe they don't feel um, comfortable working in that environment, right? So we need to make sure as a business owner also that we're creating um, a, a life building environment, a culture building environment. And again, it all stems from our tongue and the power that is there within, um, whether we're speaking life or speaking destruction. So I think it plays everywhere. Um, uh, you know, even, even fishing when I'm, when I'm fishing, and I'm yelling at the fish because they're not cooperating. They don't cooperate. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. So it's an exercise in futility. Um, but no, I, I kid. I just I hadn't talked about fishing in a couple episodes, so I just had to throw that in there. But so words are, are, are critical, and words are powerful, and words have standing meaning. What you say today carries into tomorrow. And if you're not careful, it can carry into eternity and it can be ingrained in someone's. I am certain that most of us listening or involved in, in just a normal day-to-day life, I am willing to bet that the majority of us have something that was said that cut us that we still carry today. Maybe we don't live by it. Maybe it doesn't impact our day-to-day life, but we remember and we understand what was intended when it was said to us. I'm willing to bet most of us here um, have experienced. I know for sure that I have things that have been said that I still carry with me. And sometimes it's, I use it as fodder for motivation. Sometimes, it's something that I've put in the back of my mind and when something triggers it, it comes out and, and I can be uh, aggressively defensive. So um, remember, it can carry not just, it's not just in the moment that it, that it lives. It lives in our hearts, in our memories, it lives in our today, our tomorrow, and even in our eternity. So um, one quote, you know, look at some of these, look at some of these presidents and, and leaders of, of yesterday of yesteryear, their, their, their words, their quotes, the, the powerful leaders that have made statements or the destructive leaders that have made statements that, that are etched in history. Um, and those words are still used to build up or they're still used to tear down. And so we've gotta be supremely mindful so that we are not etching in the history books of our lives and our children's lives and our spouses' lives and our employees' lives and our guests' lives and our clients' lives, that we are not etching into history destruction that will carry over and recycle and be reused or repropagated for another intention. Um, you know, there, there are now hate groups that are taking something that was said this way and manipulating it to imply something else today and tomorrow. There is even scripture that has been written and etched in history that people are taking however they want to and taking it and either living it or twisting it. And so even even the word, and that's why I pray to God every time I, I start my scripture that, that I understand and I hear, I don't just read, because I don't want to be one of those people that misinterprets what is written and what the words are saying. 
Um, but there are people, and I think we've all experienced some of those uh, experiences as well, where someone takes the words and manipulates them for their own edification or for their own agenda. So be mindful. Um, hopefully this, this is, you know, this, again, this is my thoughts. I'm talking to God. I'm referencing it in a way that, that doesn't make it awkward for listeners. But, um, you know, this is just me sharing my perspective with God on these things. Um, I'm not right. I'm not wrong. I, this is my perspective. I respect, I respect the fact that there, there may be people that disagree or, um, you know, that, that's fine. That's not the purpose of this. I just, it, it's how I feel and what God's put on my heart to, to speak to him about today. So these are, these are my words. Um, you know, I thank God every day for the ability to have this conversation and this fellowship with him. Thank you for all you've done, all you do. Uh, I just praise you. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for blessing her with another birthday that we get to celebrate with our children. Thank you for everything that she does in this house, Lord. We thank you for everything that she blesses our lives with. And we just pray that we have uh, a, a beautiful day, a loving day, a caring day. Um, and that um, it's, it's all, that, all that she needs for today. Um, and just we, we create more memories. Amen. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we, you know, this this is a this is one that I struggle with. Like I said, I'm not perfect, and and when I get reactive, I can I can be damaging. But I'm working. I'm working. Like I said once before, I know I will fail at least once every day, and the way I counteract that is by learning something every day that I can use uh, to better myself. Tomorrow, day ten, loving others will be the topic. Stay tuned. We'll be back. And we just appreciate that you're here with us. Take care.